Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Stay calm. Please turn the thermostat up to 90 and leave me alone. I can't feel my fingers anymore. I lie to those numb. Rebecca, I'm moving. What is this, right? I can't stay in this place. 70 yesterday, and what is it, like 7 today? I can't stand this place. Oh, it's so bad. Can Kansas not just make up its mind? What is wrong with the Midwest? I mean, I don't really want to complain because we shouldn't have had the 70 degree day yesterday. That was an anomaly. Who so says we shouldn't? You it's know, It's like a total you know, blessing. It's like a little island in the middle of winter. We, we got a nice day. Can you just be happy about that? Um, just let that soften off, the blow of the seven degrees. Rebecca, who told you you don't deserve that 70 degrees? You deserve every part of the that Midwest. 70 degrees. No, no, no. Don't let the Midwest define you. This this is just what the Midwest is. That's that, not that, true. That's literally the definition of the Midwest. Four solid separate seasons. Yeah. But we don't have to have them in one week. Well, no, we do. And that's pretty normal for the Midwest. That's what makes it so exciting. You know, you just get out you of never, here. You never know what's going to happen. You can't pack like winter clothes away in summer because you might have a cold day. You can't pack summer clothes away in winter because you might have a warm day. Is there is there some sort of hidden hidden mic in this studio in which the government has placed and you know about it? So you're trying not to say anything against Kansas. Maybe maybe I'm just afraid the Midwest is going to hear me and yeah. bring down the wrath if if I say something negative about it. You think the Midwest has you mic'd up? If I just take the Midwest side and just, just appease the Midwest for a little while, Listen. then maybe, maybe the Midwest will go gentle as we gradually work our way into spring the midwest can catch these hands is what i say <laughs> midwest if you're listening meet me outside whenever it's warmer meet me outside meet me outside you know maybe that's why it's so cold is because they know i'm not willing to go outside in this cold and they're like "Ooh, we're scared of nathan we don't want nathan to catch us catch us outside and so uh they make it all warm so i won't go out there I don't know what you, I, none cash, of what you said just made cash me outside. How about no, that? No, I got, I got that. But like you going outside and anyway, did I'm I tell beat you the Midwest up about what the I'm house saying. fire that I had the other night? Um, you had a house fire. You specifically I had a house fire. Rebecca, My I am inside of your house right was now. Catching on fire. Really? Yes. Why? Here's what happened. Does that sound more dramatic? Here's what happened. Than what it probably was. Why would you think that? Um, because I'm in your house right now and it doesn't even smell like smoke. Well, that's because it was on Sunday that it happened. So it's been a couple of days. And with the beautiful weather we had yesterday, we were able to open the windows and air out the house. Maybe. Okay, here's the story. So what, watching a movie, mm -hmm. uh, Indiana Jones, the first one. My daughter, Grace, is in a room with a friend, which her room is just down the hall from the living room where we're watching a movie. Like I can see her door from where I'm sitting. I hear her yell from the top of her lungs, fire! 
like it was it was like it wasn't just like um there was a fire she was panicking like there was a fire but did Mm. i jump up and run no i waited until her door flew open and then when i saw the flames i was like no there's an actual fire in her room so this is where i made a big mistake I jumped up and I thought about running into the kitchen, which is right next to the living room, and getting like a pot pan lid. And I thought, I'm just, I'm going to smother the fire. The fire. Yeah. Smother the fire. Okay. But I felt like it was too far when I saw the flames shooting up as high as they were. I thought, Mm. no, I need an immediate solution and I need to just go from point A to point B. Right. So right. I jumped up and I looked around and there was a glass sitting full of fluid sitting on the coffee table. So I grab it. I run into her room. Her friend is recording the fire. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Grace is frantically blowing on the fire. So she was like stoking the fire. <laughs> nice. The fire started in a candle. So, like, you know, where fire is supposed to be. But the candle burned all the way down. And then, and it was in a jar, like a mason jar. And the fire, the flames were, I I don't know how much this, how, I don't know how there was this much fire burning from a burnt out candle. But the flames were about up to my head. Like, they were tall. I mean, it was sitting on top of a table, but, like, it was... The flames were really high. It was really dangerous. And in my daughter's room is a lot of stuffed animals Uh uh and different materials, tapestries, stuff like that. Lots of things that could catch on fire. Sure. So I grab the glass that has soda and ice in it and I just dump it on the fire. What do you think happened when I dumped it on the fire? Soda and ice. What what kind of what kind of soda are we talking here? I think it was probably cherry Pepsi. Um I think that probably would have helped. So it didn't. Um flames shot even higher to the point where I was questioning like what is in this soda? Like, is this mixed with alcohol or something? Because that really, that really made the fire go out of control. Also because there was ice and I dumped it in a glass jar that was burning hot. um, It cracked the glass in every direction. It remained in its form, but it was definitely cracked. So then hot wax is pouring out the bottom of the glass and Um, the soda and stuff that I dumped in there, it like took all the wax and like spread it everywhere. And the, the flames did die down quickly after like the initial like burst. Yeah. Yeah. So it worked like the flames went away and then we just had smoke just smoldering and I had to go get a hot pad and like do away with, with the, the shattered glass candle And we all lived and nothing burnt down. 
It was insane. Did you get the coke out of out of Grace's <laughs> carpet? Um. Well, here's the thing because because the wax seeped out first mm-hmm. before the soda. Um. It had like already like gunked up the cracks from the glass breaking because it didn't shatter it. It just cracked it. Mm-hmm. And so the, the soda mainly stayed within the glass. Oh, good. What caused this fire? Like It burnt all the way down. Like she just left the candle on burning and it burnt all the way down to the bottom. And then it just like all of a sudden burst into flames. Like I, I don't even think you were listening to me because I answered all these questions. I don't know why it was burning so crazy out of control. I don't know what was on fire that was creating such big flames. You've got a wick. And you have wax and you have a glass jar. What was burning out of control? I don't know. I feel like there's some missing pieces of information. No, 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 no. Because this also happened to my sister when she was in high school. This, this went much better for us. It would it have been better if I just smothered it instead. Yes, it would have. It wasn't the best idea to throw ice cubes and soda in there, but it turned out. Okay. It wasn't tragic. My sister, she had a candle explode on her and catch on fire. She carried the candle to the bathtub and threw it in the bathtub. Well, in the bathtub, we had those little like sticky traction things so you don't slip on the bottom of the bathtub and they all caught on fire. So then she had a bigger fire in the bathtub. Thankfully, the bathtub has a water source really close by and she was able to flip the shower on and let it run until the flames went out. But it was still a pretty traumatic experience. And now Grace has the same traumatic experience as my older sister. I I was thinking recently, I've been thinking a lot recently, actually, about getting a candle. (laughs) You've been thinking a lot recently about getting a candle. Yeah, because I come over here and you have candles, Mm -hmm. right? And it smells nice. Grant had a candle in his room the other day and I thought, well, that smells nice. So I thought maybe I should get a candle, mm-hmm. but now I don't think I will. Because candles sound dangerous. I I will tell you this is the first time, for me personally, that I've experienced a candle exploding. Um, I also don't let them burn all the way down to the bottom like she did. Mm. That yeah, being said, I um, I I think the fire department would say that it's like a leading cause of fires. Mm. And house that and like um, electrical wires, you know, that aren't completely space heaters, space Space heaters heaters also. Yeah. But candles. Yeah. Candles can light fires. You you can't leave them unattended. Your animals can catch on fire. Remember last week we had Freddie jump over the candle while we were doing the podcast. He survived that. Barely. But can you imagine if he got set on fire and ran around? (laughs) Ran around, lighting everything else on fire. Yeah. You know, that's one thing in like cartoons and stuff. Mm -hmm. I I don't think animals are as um, prone to being set on fire as cartoons really led us to believe. Yeah. I remember a lot of animals being set on fire. Yeah. Specifically tails, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Like, why is it always the tail? As if animals don't, like, keep track of where their tail is at, you know? Uh-huh. As if they're dumb. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. But animals, they don't even get set on fire like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this guy had a, a similar experience 
to you in chemistry class when he was uh, working up his own fire in his apartment. That's called a transition if you never see what. So this dude is in college and he was making rocket fuel. He's at BYU. Which is uh, um, be your, your utmost. Um, bring bring your utmost for his bring your urban uh, bring your big youths uh, united mm. only big youths no small youths uh, uh, bombs you can undo ultimately make bombs you anyway. So the student tried to make a homemade homemade rocket fuel in his dorm. But then he, he created a fireball so big that it burned the walls of his dorm. Um, 22 people had to re- be removed, displaced from this dorm, find someplace else to live because he was making rocket fuel. Does this say what exactly... Like what he used to make rocket yeah, fuel. Yeah, how does no. how does one no, make it, rocket? It doesn't fuel? give the ingredients. Um, an investigation is underway. They're also unsure of why he was making rocket fuel. And I felt like that was obvious. You know, because college students are poor. You just gotta make and it. And so man. he's making rocket fuel to sell to NASA, you know, like homemade organic rocket fuel because you know it's just a side gig probably learned how to do it in chemistry and and was like i can make some extra money by selling this to nasa or something i i i you want to know my legitimate thinking behind why he was making it Hmm. i think he was just curious i think he was like i i wonder if i could make napalm or sorry, rocket fuel. I was thinking about napalm mm-hmm. because uh, I may or may not have known somebody who may or may not have also lived within the vicinity that I grew up in. A mm-hmm. um, bunch of Discord notifications coming through. That's awesome. I love that. Um, that had napalm in their room. They just had jars of napalm. Just hanging out. You know how to make napalm? I can tell you right now. No, I don't think that's a good idea. You can look it up on the internet. I know you can, but let's just make it a little bit more difficult. Let's make it that much more difficult for people to make napalm. What do you think? What do you, what do you what would you even do with napalm? We explode stuff. Throw it at something that you want to explode. Like a Molotov cocktail? Yeah. No. No. Anyway, so to make napalm. No, you're not. It's just you're gasoline. Not. No, stop. Stop. Why are you so worried about this? You think I'm, you think I'm going to get arrested for I just don't want to encourage people to make things that could cause Rebecca harm or You injury. know, you know our average listener is closer to your age than mine. We have a very vast variety of listeners of all different ages. Other than my own nieces and nephews, I don't know if we have anybody who listens that's younger than me. Okay, well, we just don't want to take that risk, okay? But I don't think it's much of a risk because you can find the ingredients But let's not make it easy. On the internet. Okay, anyway, this guy's in trouble 
because they're going to find out why he was making the rocket fuel. You put styrofoam inside of gasoline. Okay, and he's probably he's probably That's it. not going to be able to come back to BYU. I mean, I think that's probably a that's probably an an out right there. Like, sorry, you blew up the dorms. Also, in his dorm he had a toilet sitting in the living room. That part I'm confused about. Yeah. And now I'm wondering if it really was the rocket fuel that caused the explosion. <laughs> Maybe he dropped a different kind of bomb. <laughs> in, the, in the living room where the toilet is. Um, the sprinkler systems went off because of the explosion flooding his apartment or yeah, his dorm. Yeah, they really went off. My gosh. Mm-hmm. You could splish splash around there. Yeah, and that water's gross. He still has a pan on the stove, man. He'll probably never get that pan back. So I wonder when the explosion happened, did that mean that he made the rocket fuel correctly? Or did that mean that he did something wrong? Uh, I think that means he made it correctly. He just didn't store it correctly. He was still you cooking know? it. Yeah, yeah. Also didn't know rocket fuel needed to be cooked. Like, I thought it was more like a mix thing rather than a cook. I, I thought you only cook certain drugs. Do you, Like meth. Are you implying that you would, like, smoke rocket fuel? Well, I don't know. Why is he cooking rocket? Like, what it... I guess maybe you have to boil it to a certain temperature to get it a different consistency or something like that. Well... I don't know. You know what? Why am I trying to figure this out? I'm we just, could, we should look looking, it up. No, You're right. We should no, look it up. No, we're not looking it up. Okay. Okay. Google. Speaking of another tragic fire, Nathan, this is horrible. Do you remember talking last week about that like gone in 60 seconds car heist here in Kansas City where like 10 cars went missing, like 10 like classic cars from a parking garage? Yes. And it was it was like really devastating to these people whose cars got stolen. They found seven of them, at least. I don't know if they found the other ones. Well, like something even more tragic with cars happened this last week. It actually started happening a couple weeks ago, but um, it pretty much smoldered out today. Wait a minute. This is really easy. Okay, stop looking up how to make... You literally Googled how to make rocket fuel. There's a wiki how page (gasps) for making rocket fuel, and it's only four ingredients. Anyway... 4,000 luxury cars caught on fire in the middle of the ocean on a cargo ship. The crew had to evacuate because the fire just got too out of control. And so this unmanned ship is just floating in the middle of the ocean. 4,000. We have Porsches, Volkswagen, Volkswagens, Lamborghinis, Bentleys, and Audis. 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 Audi. Any. No. <laughs> anyway, they were all coming over from Germany. They were going to Rhode Island and this fire started and nobody has gotten back on the ship yet to see like how destroyed all of these vehicles are. But they said the fire's pretty much out now because there's nothing left to burn, which makes me think. All of these vehicles are gone. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty rough. Now I can't say I'm four thousand luxury vehicles. I'm I'm not gonna say I'm like, 
you know, going to lose sleep over this because I feel like most of these people who could afford the cars in the first place and afford to like have them shipped in this manner, it probably afford to have it be lost in a fire. Also insurance. I'm not a hundred percent sure that these were cars ordered by individuals. These were probably dealerships that ordered these vehicles. Well, this says um, journalist and television host, Matt Farah, had a new 2022 Porsche Boxster Spider, and it was among those lost at sea. Okay, so there are some individuals, apparently, but I would think in general these are dealerships ordering them or special orders that are coming in that are going to individuals, but it's first going through the dealership to be transferred to these people. Yeah, probably. I don't know. And so that that's like these car places out big money. And you know how long people have had to wait for these cars because of like the chip shortage and other parts and, you know, shipping issues. So their car's like on the way. Could you imagine them tracking it? Like, all right, my car's in, so it's crossing the ocean. Should be here in two more weeks. Mm. And then another week later, you're like, it's still... Still in the ocean, barely moving. You know, that's why I always say, if you're going to have a car shipped, you should ship it yourself. (laughs) You should buy a boat and ship it yourself. You can't trust these cargo ships, It's just so sad. Like, I I sat and thought, like, is there any way to rescue these vehicles from this ship? Did you actually sit there and think about that? I thought about it. You actually sat there and thought. Okay, there there was a good tweet where somebody was like, I think I can do it, but I need to put together a team. And that's like the whole Gone in 60 Seconds. Also, this last week, I watched Gone in 60 Seconds because we talked about it on the last podcast, and it had been so long since I watched the movie, I needed a refresher on it. So um, when he's like, I need a team, I was like, yeah, that's it's Gone in 60 Seconds right there. I I would like to be one of those team members and I would like to what try would to get even, one of those cars. What would you even do as a team member? What would you bring to the Gone in 60 Seconds team? That's a great question, Nathan, because I I have not driven a manual transmission since I was like 20. That was that was a little bit ago. So, I don't I don't even know that I could. You're not really helping your case here for no. like getting on the gun in 60 seconds team. No, here, here's the you thing. You just want to be like that token. Like, like you think because you're like female, like, oh, they have to have a girl on the team and that that's where you want to come in. No, no, I wanted, I wanted to be like somebody that added something to the team, but I had never considered that I needed to add something to the team. I was just thinking I'd like to drive one of those nice cars away. And then when you asked me what I would add to the team, I realized I don't have the ability to drive those cars away. And then I thought of like some of the other roles of people that are like really good at like computer stuff. And that's not me. And I started to realize that I add nothing to the team if I weren't gone in 60 seconds. (laughs) I could, I could be the lookout. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I, you know what I have just thought, because I am a white male. I do not know what it feels like 
to be represented by like the token character in shows. You know how like you watch Wait, hold a movie. On. Did you just say you're a white male and now you don't know what it's like to be a token character in movies? Yes. Aren't it, most no, token no, 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 characters no, no. white males? No, you, you're misunderstanding what a token character is. A token character would be like you have this like. Like if you're watching like Gone 60 Seconds or like some action movie where it's like all guys and then it's like, oh, and there's also a girl here. Mm-hmm. See, girls, you're represented. Or like somebody of a different ethnicity. Oh, see, we're diverse. We have this person. Mm-hmm. Those are like the token characters. Oh. Like like you always have like the token black guy in like horror movies and stuff. So you're like the nerdy white guy. So like if you were a part of, of a team of like, people that had muscles and skills and stuff. And then they'd be like, oh, and then there's Nathan. Right. The only way that I could be represented He's a by a token character <laughs> is legitimately if they were like, and we also have the nerdy gamer guy. And it's like, we don't, not all gamers are nerdy. But anyway, so I need to ask you a question, Rebecca. As a female, how how does it feel when you watch a movie and you're like, okay, like, Thanks for adding a girl to represent all no. womanhood. Let's talk about this because I I had an experience this weekend where I was like, oh my gosh, there's been a big shift in how women are represented in movies and television shows over the last decade. And like I knew the shift happened, but I didn't realize how annoyed I am by what it used to be until you watch like an old movie. Yeah. So watched Gone in sixty seconds. You've watched that. Okay. There was there was the woman in there, Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. She and like she played like white trash type girl. Like she's the type of girl that like has like the band aid stickies like left on her arm. You know, like when somebody takes off a band aid and like the outline is still there. Ooh. Yeah, she's like that type of person. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, she didn't have any band-aids left over or anything. It's just Wait, like, you just made that up? Yeah, I That's just got so the, odd to make well, up about a person. See, when I was in school and like there was somebody that was like kind of trashy, they never cleaned off the band-aid leftovers. It's called taking a shower. They never took showers. Sure. And I always noticed that like everybody that would would be considered like kind of trashy had the band-aid leftovers. So if you noticed it, why didn't you just clean it off yourself? Freaking got her. So then I was watching Indiana Jones this weekend. (laughs) And I was so annoyed the entire time that the female character in this show is not like a part of the adventure. She's only necessary because she has the medallion that her father gave her yeah and usually the reason they're like important to the story isn't because anything that they bring to the table right also indiana jones apparently slept with her when she was young and they had a whole conversation about it wait are we talking about real life or in the movie in the movie they brought in hold on they were like oh also part of her story is that harrison ford took advantage of her when she was a kid that's a weird thing to bring into the storyline i know and i was like whoa 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 okay that's something that's changed over time is that why she's a little edgy in the movie assuming she was edgy i don't know i've never seen the movie she wasn't edgy this is not gone we're not talking about angelina jolie and gone in 60 seconds anymore with the band-aids oh who are we talking talking about? about the the female lead in indiana jones no 
Yeah, I changed storylines here. I'm talking Reve- about oh my gosh. the second movie. Oh my, I thought you were talking about the no, Angelina no. Jolie and Gone in 60 Seconds. And they're like, also, no. Harrison Ford took advantage <laughs> of her. I was like, what? No, no, that has I nothing switched. to do with the movie. Movies. Now we're talking about Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones took advantage of this young girl. Well, now he's taking advantage, advantage of her again, trying to get this medallion from her that... He's making it out to be like completely worthless, but it's not. And he, so, so he's anyway, gaslighting. Her. She she goes along with him to wherever Egypt. I which don't know. which which Indiana Jones? The very first one. Oh, what the heck? I watched this one. So she keeps getting like taken. Like she just keeps getting kidnapped. That's a different show. Do not start bringing in okay. Liam Neeson no, in this one. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. But no, we're we're gonna focus on Indiana Jones. And why'd you bring up Taken? <sighs> Okay, she keeps getting taken. She's like more of a nuisance because he's like trying to like find this treasure. He's trying to find the Ark of the Covenant. Right. And this lady is basically getting in the way. If she would have just handed him the medallion and stayed put, then he would have been able to accomplish so much more. But he kept having to rescue her over and over and over. And apparently she couldn't do anything for herself. No, but she was kind of cute in the movie. Sure. It was just, it was bothersome. So now things have transitioned where the woman in the movie and like an adventure movie like this is not just somebody who comes along to look good and get kidnapped all the time. Now, usually that person plays a role and has a certain skill set to add to like getting whatever they're after. Hmm. Yeah. And, and that transition that that happened in Disney movies like that transition has made been made with like Disney princesses and in like all adventure movies and any movie like the female role is different than what it used to be. And I'm glad that it's different than what it used to be. I am, too. I actually enjoy like seeing that change. You know what what movie uh, movies actually I think did a good job of like not I, I, I don't know how to say it not making like the female character a token character and also not making them like a huge part mm-hmm. it'll make sense whenever I say uh, all the oceans movies like yeah. oceans 11. 12 and 13. It's been a while since I've watched them. So I'd have to go back and reconfirm that what you're saying is true. It's all dudes in the movie except for George Clooney's girl. Uh huh. And like the whole movie, it's like, oh, yeah, there's also a girl. But that's not the point. Like she's actually a big part of the story. And you don't ever like look down on her or anything for it. It's just like, oh, yeah, she's just not involved in that way. But she has her own part of the story. And it just made sense. Like it fit well. But they also didn't feel the need to like include the girl and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just like the Oceans movies. They are pretty good. Yeah, I haven't watched series. Oceans eight though. Too many girls. I haven't watched it either, and I feel bad because right now I'm talking about like women being empowered in movies, and then I'm like, oh, it was all female, so I didn't watch it. Yeah, like but, that's literally the reason why I didn't watch it because I was like, nah, I don't like that. Well, because it's different, right? It's like the Ghostbusters movie where they're like, okay, the guys had their fun. Now let's make a girl's version, mm-hmm. right, ladies? Oh, yeah, girl power. And nobody asked for that. Yeah, I didn't like it. 
I didn't want it. Yeah, nobody. I didn't watch it, and I didn't enjoy it. No. And Kristen Wiig was in it, and she's one of my favorite. But they're just like they're trying too hard to like copy something. Yeah, and the whole girl power thing. Create your own thing. Start yeah. your own thing. Now I'm not like bridesmaids. That was hilarious. That was That's primarily a female thing. Anyway, it's not an adventure. Okay, Wonder Woman, pretty fantastic. I haven't seen them, but I'm sure they were great. Wonder Woman, isn't she like your favorite actress? No, Gal Gadot or Gadot. Yeah, I mean, she's very pretty, but I haven't watched the movies. Okay, you need to watch it. It's really good. Is it good? It is really good. How good? Like, like Iron Man 1 good or like Iron Man 2 good? <laughs> um, It's... It's up there with the Marvels. Like, oh, that's big talk. It's really, really good. All of them are just the first one. How many Wonder Woman ones are there? There's, there's been like two or three new ones. There was like the at 1982 one or whatever. Okay, I didn't like the 80s. Okay, the second one, mm -mm, blah, horrible. The first one, good. I think that's all there is. I think there was just two. The second one was a horrible disappointment. Gotcha. Yeah, nineteen eighty four one. Okay. Uh huh. But the the, the first, first one, one, fantastic. You should definitely watch it. All right, I'm 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 I I'm, 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 I'm watch it. I you know, I, some people. Uh, ooh, Chris Pine is in that movie. All right. Um, <laughs> I I've heard some people say in. Um, Ooh, this may be spoilers. I mean, it's definitely spoilers, but whatever. It's been out for like two Can years you now. Tell us what movie you're talking uh, about. Avengers Endgame. Okay. And yeah, I think we're past spoilers. Now. There, there's a scene in Avengers Endgame where, like, basically all the female heroes have a moment, and it's just really brief, like to the point where you won't even notice it unless you're looking for it. Mm -hmm. But whenever I watched that movie, walking out, I heard some people talking about like okay like that was a little forced that wasn't really necessary and i was like i didn't even notice it but even upon re-watching it it's like dude this is like fine like it wasn't uh, i don't know it's it, it didn't seem forced to me i i'm i'm fine with that also the female hero marvel heroes are all pretty cool they are so. super cool yeah, no, I'm fine. And they're pretty. So they can have as much oh, okay. screen time. <laughs> Am I right, men? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway. We just took a giant leap backwards. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess I'll watch Wonder Woman. I don't know. I've never liked the idea of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was my favorite growing up. Like, I used to always pretend I was Wonder Woman. So when I knew that they were, like, recreating the Wonder Woman movies, I was really excited about it. And I don't ever remember the name of the girl. Diana? Well, no, the, the actress that's playing her. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I, um, I assume her last name is Gadot. I don't know. I don't know. She's pretty fantastic, though. I really like her. I Isn't, isn't Wonder Woman supposed to be, like... Immortal or something? I'm sure. She just feels like uh, like the female version of Superman. Like, what's what's Wonder Woman's deal? I I think Superwoman is the female version of Superman. 
Okay, you make a solid point there, but what's Wonder Woman's deal? Like, what can she do? Yeah. What can't she do? Okay. <laughs> okay, now I need to talk about another. This one's not a movie. It's a TV series. But I am so obsessed with it, and it's got a female lead. The we, We've already talked about it. We've already looked her up. This is 1883. Oh, my gosh. The actress that watch I think is, some, like, absolutely gorgeous. You need to watch I some have, modern shows, man. I have one more episode left of this season, and I'm so sad. But, like... This the character that she plays is so fantastic and she goes through like an incredible amount of pain and like through the painful events she experiences she becomes like even more empowered and Nathan I feel her in my soul You're like so cringe. I have never loved a character on screen more than I love her. Like I feel like I know her and I can relate to her. And I was telling my daughter about this and I felt like the same things I love about her. I thought my daughter would love about her. So we stayed up to like two. I started rewatching it with her so she could watch it from beginning to end. I bailed at two and went to bed she stayed up the rest of the night watching this and she is like crazy about her too. Like, I don't know what it is about her character that's so fantastic, but she's like, she's raw and unapologetic and like, she's just like, has this sense of wonder and oh, I just, I can't, I can't say spoilers because mm. this is just too, too early on. But if you have not started watching 1883, it is with with Tim McGraw and Faith Faith Hill, and I don't remember what the actress's name is that plays Elsa, but oh her my name gosh. is Elsa. Yes, she's a blonde haired white girl, and her name is Elsa. Yes, okay. Elsa wasn't just the girl in Frozen. Yeah, it was. This girl's name is up Elsa until eighteen eighty three. Stole the name. Okay. Anyway, man, it's fantastic, and that's like. That is like a very, very good example of a female strong lead in a show. And her mom, who is Faith Hill in this, Faith Hill plays a pretty fantastic character too. Like the woman is a beast in this. I don't know, man. You need to watch some shows that are like modern day. Anyway, how much She's did they... She's adorable, is she not? How much did they pay you for that? Uh, they have paid me nothing. I love her. I love her. Okay. There's like a part of it that I want to tell you, but I can't, I can't say it because it's a total spoiler in it. But man, it makes her like even more strong and... She becomes even more fantastic. Here, since and I'm not gonna just, watch it, I'll mute your mic. No, you need to watch. I'll you mute your mic, and then it. you can tell me. No, because that's not entertaining for everybody yeah, else here. to like not be able to hear anything. All right, your mic's muted. Tell me, just tell me. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm you're, not. I'm Rebecca, not gonna, you're muted. Just tell I'm me. I'm not going to spoil Rebecca, it. Rebecca, you're muted. The longer you take, the longer it's just silence on the podcast. You're muted right now. <sighs> tell me the spoiler. I'm not gonna watch it. Okay. Did you? Did you know? 
that you can make mashed potatoes with a bag of lace. That has, you're, I hate you. That has nothing to do. <laughs> but did you know? Did you know that oh you can just gosh. like boil Lay's potato chips and make mashed potatoes? I mean, like instead of going through the effort of like peeling your potatoes and boiling them and then mashing them and adding all your ingredients, all you have to do is take a bag of mashed potatoes, dump it in some boiling water, stir it around a bit until it becomes like a paste, and then put all your ingredients in it and voila, you've got mashed potatoes. I mean, did you know? Did you know that instant mashed potatoes exist? I know that there's like instant mashed potatoes, like flakes. We we call it um, fake potatoes. Fake to potatoes. Fake potatoes. Fake to be fake. Beep. Potatoes. Right, but it'd be funnier if you called it faked potatoes since baked potatoes are a thing. Yeah. And you call it faked potatoes. Where were you at when I started calling it faked potatoes? Well, you could just claim that you've been calling it faked potatoes this whole time mm -hmm. and then your kids never caught on. So anyway, I'm much more likely to have a random bag of Lay's laying around in the large tin on top of my refrigerator Ugh. where all bags of chips go to die. Here's the thing, though. It takes like a whole bag to make like one serving one serving yeah it's, that's okay it's though not worth because it. apparently so it's not that great that this is only in desperate situations if you like eating pasty potatoes okay yeah so here's the thing right is like this is like a growing trend on tiktok or whatever all over tiktok making this mashed is potatoes a total kitchen hack right here but also there's already been some people proving it wrong or just i mean there's a chef that did it and, and he managed to pull it off but the average um the average person has not been able to pull this off in a positive way. You kind of have to have an idea of how potatoes work and <laughs> like how boil, like how to like really eyeball making anything. Mm -hmm. You've got to be experienced in the kitchen to be able to make this work. Mm -hmm. But the average person who's experienced in the kitchen is not going to be willing to do this. this. They're like, oh, yeah, or I could just peel a potato. Actually, you don't even have to peel a potato. You just wash the potato, mash it, and you're good to go. No, that's, that's not how that okay, works. Okay, well, you cut it up, and then you boil it or whatever, yeah. and then you drain it, and then you mash it. Uh-huh. So? Yeah, but, like, if you if the chips worked, you wouldn't have to peel your potatoes, and that would save a lot of time. But you do have Peeling to... Peeling is like the worst part. But you don't have to peel your potatoes. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. You cannot make mashed potatoes without peeling your potatoes. I'm going to Google mashed potatoes with peeling right uh, now. Okay, I know that there are some mashed potatoes where there's skin in it, but not like a ton. Like if you want to do that, you just leave some skin on it, but not like fully covered. Yes, fully covered, Rebecca. Uh -uh. Look at no. all of these on skin mashed potatoes. That's too much skin. N it's not. The skin is the healthy part, I bet. You're I don't know. You're only that. saying that because you want to prove me wrong. Well, maybe, but, you know. But I, I do think you're right because I have heard the story of, or like, that most of um, peels and stuff have most of the nutrition. Yeah, yeah, except for bananas, right? That one's poison. No, I thought you could eat banana peels. I don't know. Maybe you can. There was like a hack going around with banana peels. Like you rub it on your teeth and it's supposed to whiten your teeth. 
That doesn't sound very healthy. I tried that. Did not work for me. It worked for a girl on YouTube that had brilliant white teeth, but it did not work for me. Oh, weird how the one that already had white teeth, it kept her teeth whiter. Um, anyway, I, I, I don't think this mashed potatoes out of potato chips. I don't think it's a great idea, but you're right. This man, Sam the Cooking Guy on YouTube, who has 3 million subscribers, by the way, not doing too bad for a middle-aged man. Uh, well, I mean, if he's a good cook. It's true. I have Chef Michael Scott following me on my my um, Instagram. Chef Michael Scott. Yes. I don't know who he is, but he follows me, and I like his name. You know, you can set your name as anything on Instagram. I don't care. Like, he appeals to me because I like Michael Scott. It worked. Okay. I don't care who he is. I like that his name is Chef Michael Scott, and he's always posting pictures of food. Did you follow him back? No. I, like, don't follow anybody back oh on Instagram or Twitter. The rule is follow for a follow. If they follow you, you have to follow the them The only back. thing I follow people back on is Facebook. That's honestly the worst place you could do that. <laughs> That's actually the worst place. Facebook, has Facebook is where info. I collect my friends. Yeah, like and it's where they friends. collect your info. Uh-huh. But I rarely post on Facebook anymore. I usually use Twitter and Instagram. You, you are so easy to target. Mm-hmm. I also barely post on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. I have, like, fallen off the whole social media thing. Like, Social media is so hard. Well, I, I went through a thing this last year. A phase? No, like a life thing where like life got really hard for a little bit and I I couldn't handle any extra criticism or stress. So I just stayed away from all my social media, like didn't post anything, didn't respond to anything, like just kind of hid away from social media just to like get back to where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Like I just I just couldn't handle the extra stress. So I just stayed away from it. Yeah. I think I need to purge my social medias. I don't because it, it for for my job, it is very helpful to have a wide variety of people on my socials. It's true. And when I when I need a story idea, I scroll through social media and I look at other people's stories. I got a, a great story this last week. From somebody that follows me on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook. Whoa. And he posted a story. He also has a podcast called Try to Podcast. Try to Podcast? Yeah, that's what their podcast is called is Mm. Try to Podcast. Is it more popular than ours? I have not looked up their popularity in comparison to ours. Mm, that's what social media is all about is compare and contrast, Rebecca. Anyway. You're using it wrong if you're not comparing yourself to, to everybody. I saw that he and his wife were on vacation in Las Vegas and the snowstorm was coming in. They have a dog. They don't have any kids. They have a dog and this dog is like their entire world. His name is Baxter. Typical. And Terrible name though. He... Is it Baxter? Did I get that right? Like mm-hmm. Buster from Arthur? I'm pretty sure it's Baxter. Buster Baxter? Anyway. That guy was a rabbit. 
Um, he was staying at a doggy daycare. Baxter was. Okay. This was his first time staying alone. He had a buddy that was a Cocker Spaniel that they always stayed at the doggy daycare together. But his buddy died two years ago. And so this is the first time mom and dad went out of town and left him alone at the doggy daycare. Well, nine o'clock at night, doggy daycare takes him out in the yard of the doggy daycare with a six foot fence to go potty before he tucks in for the night. And he jumps the fence. A six foot fence? Six foot fence. He jumps it. What kind of dog is Baxter? He is a cattle something mix. Wow. So he part dog, part cow. So he runs home (laughs) two miles. Okay. Finds his house and jumps up on the door. And he's got his little paws on the doorknob, like trying to open it. He alerts the ring doorbell. Okay. So mom and dad in Las Vegas get a notification that something's on their front porch, open up their app, and there's their dog Baxter, who is supposed to be at doggy daycare. Ba- Baxter's got just got busted. So it's 11 o'clock at night now. Busted Baxter. Baxter was running around the neighborhood for two hours before he went home and alerted the ring doorbell. So now he's freaking out on the door on the front doorstep, like whimpering and crying and trying to get in the door. He tried to run around the back of the house where they have a doggy door. Like he thought about this. Like, he was going to try and get in the doggy door, but they locked the doggy door since they were out of town. Right. So he couldn't get in the doggy door, so he comes back. He's trying to get in the front door again. Meanwhile, this family, wife is on the phone with the doggy daycare saying, is my dog missing? I think he's on my front porch. And the the guy, he cracks the mic on his ring doorbell, talks to Baxter, gets him calmed down, tells him he's a good boy, Tells him to sit, to stay there. But in this scenario, is Baxter really a good boy? Yeah, because he misses mom and dad and he just wanted to be... He didn't know what happened. He thought they abandoned him. And he was like, I am here to serve you. Baxter and jumped the fence. To get back to his house, to be with his family. But that's not where his family wanted him to be. They wanted okay. him to be... Baxter's a bad boy. He didn't know that. No, he's not. He's this. a good boy. You stop that. So anyway, the good boy is sitting on the porch and the boy can we just call him a boy the boy is he's not a good boy in this he's a good boy and he's sitting on the porch his dad's talking to him trying to keep him calm and then the doggy daycare car pulls up and the person gets out and like baxter like looks back like who's there and then he sees like oh no oh no they're coming for me he makes one more attempt to get in the door like guys Guys, open the door, open the door, they're coming for me. And he had to be so confused when his dad's like talking to him, like, why are you right here talking to me, but you won't let me in the house? Like, he must have thought he was a bad boy. Like, what did I do wrong that you're not letting me in the house? Which is fine that he thinks that. And so you could it's kind of true. You could see his little puppy head. He's thinking about running. Like, should I should I take this journey a step further and avoid the doggy daycare people? But at the last moment, the doggy daycare person talks to him in a nice voice and tells him he's a good boy, and his little tail starts wagging, and she's able to to get him back to the doggy daycare where he remained safe until his family made it back home. What a what an adventure for the for the for the pup. Here's the, here's the other awesome part of all of this. Not good that he escaped doggy daycare. You admit that he wasn't good. No, no. Like, 
that that he escaped the daycare and they didn't alert the family for two hours that he was missing. But when the family called and said, um, my dog's on my front porch, they said, is it Baxter? So like they knew he was gone, but for two hours they didn't call the family. But the family's being really cool about it. Like, hey, I mean, mistakes happen. And I did the story on KMBZ News and several other news sources picked it up and they did the story, but the family refused to give the business's name. And I think that's a solid move right there. Like no need to throw business under the bus because things happen and they didn't know all the details that surrounded this. Mm. And so they're, they were waiting to get all the information that they needed and when they, when, if they do need to make a decision to do something different, they will handle it privately with the business and not just oust them. I think you're forgetting one thing, though. What? Any publicity is good publicity. No, not in they this case. They did not tell <laughs> news sources the name of the business as like a, don't worry, I got you, but more as a... You're not getting any publicity out no. of this. That was a stab in the back. No, that was that would have been a them. really bad thing for the business. Any publicity is a good publicity. Not Rebecca. in this situation. Take it from somebody who knows somebody <laughs> who has a business. All right. Any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> anyway, I'm just glad Baxter's safe. And now the family's back home and they posted a picture of Baxter like curled up on the floor with him. He's so glad that his family's home. It was such a great story. Baxter is just, listen, no offense to anybody whose dog is named Baxter who's listening right now, but just between you and me, everybody who names their dog Baxter, not a great choice. Maybe, you know what, I'm going to confirm that that his, is his name because there, were, there was a moment where I had gotten it wrong when I was talking to them and I was like, nope, I need to make sure I get the right name every time. There are just some names of pets, dogs specifically, and maybe like horses, where it's like, if you name your dog this, your dog is a is a brat. You know, just like normal humans, too. If you name your kid this, your kid's probably going to be a brat. I was wrong. It's not Baxter. What is it? Dexter. Oh, that's even worse. But they probably named it after like the guy on the TV show, right? A murderer? Maybe. <laughs> I called him Baxter when I was like messaging them about doing the the interview and they're like I'm it's Dexter and I was like shoot I will correct that and now this entire time I've been calling him Baxter while I tell the story his name is Dexter oh what the heck that's not a great name there's not many good names for dogs to be fair I called him a good boy in my story even though he wasn't Eva is a good boy. What, what about Elvis? That's a good name, right? I'll be honest. When you first said that you were going to name your dog Elvis, I was like, ooh. But it's kind of grown on me a little bit. Mm -hmm. The dog and hasn't, the story but the name okay. has. And the story behind it is fantastic. That's the only reason why I allowed it. As, <laughs> as your friend. <laughs> the only reason why you allowed as it. As your friend, that's the only reason why I allowed it is because I knew the story behind it. Speaking of Elvis... 
there is an Elvis movie coming out. Oh, gross. Is Dolly Parton a part of it? I bet she is. Why would Dolly Parton be a part of it? She just seems like somebody who'd have her fingers all over Elvis movies. The same people that that did um, the Queen movie. Yeah. Are doing the Elvis movie. Oh, boy. It looks so good. I watched I watched the trailer for it and there was a certain point in it where I was starting to tear up because I am I am crazy about Elvis. Not just my dog, but crazy. Which is just about, weird. Well, we share a birthday. That's so what So and my parents were big fans. We had all of his records growing up and that's like the music I listened to all the time. Like that's That's just what I grew up on. And so because I had the same birthday as him and we listened to all of his music all the time and watched his movies, like that's just as a family, that's what we did. Then I just grew up with like an infinity for him. I remember doing a book report on Elvis in junior high and like learned everything I can learn about Elvis, knew his entire life story. And... I got to meet his his stepbrother, yeah, and have like a full conversation telling me stories like that other people have never gotten to hear. And so I feel like I have a more insider look. And then I went to Graceland and I went on his airplane, the Lisa Marie, and my son jumped on his bed on the airplane. He wasn't supposed to he do that. He wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah, you got in trouble for <laughs> Yeah, we that did one. get in trouble. I mean, it was... It was an accident, but I mean, it wasn't an accident for, for Zach, him. But well, I didn't get away on accident. Is, I didn't know he was gonna run for it. Is is am I the only one that is just weirded out about how many people are obsessed about Elvis specifically? And I'm not talking about you. I'm not targeting you. I mean, you go to like California. You go to like Las Vegas, Nevada, whatever. You. There's people who make a living off of pretending to be Elvis. Mm-hmm. Is that not weird? I think it just stems from him being like one of the very first superstars. Like he was like the first like mega superstar. Was he though? Yeah. I would say he was. I don't know, man. I feel like... Like I think he hit the timing right with television and... I mean, radio had been around for a while, but I knew he was controversial. And so, like, people were rebelling against their parents by listening to his music and going to see him in concert. And and he died so, like, it was just so sad. Like, he died way too early, way before his time. I mean, it was predictable because of what he was into, but, yeah. It, it's also weird that somebody who lived such a reckless and... Not exactly great lifestyle is the one that people try to imitate the most. Okay, but you, you also know? have to consider that he was early in this process of like being a celebrity and that whole overwhelming experience and um, being exposed to like drugs and stuff. He didn't. He didn't have the exposure of like what that was going to lead to. He was like the example of what happens. Uh, maybe and he had a good heart and I think that's like part of it is he did a lot of good things for a lot of people apart from his celebrityism 
I will take your word for it. That's based on the study that I've done on his okay. life okay. and yeah. speaking to his half-brother and his experience with him. And he loved his mom. He loved his mom so much. That's really nice of him mm-hmm. to love his mother. Bought her a Cadillac. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Anyway, that's it. That's all the show. That's that's the show. Ending it on Elvis. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Hope you have a good rest of your week. Hope you stay warm. And I hope it gets warmer and stays warmer soon. Until next time, my name's Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.